Good afternoon, Patriots, and it is Monday. Yep, it's Monday, <laughs> March 21st in the year 2020. And I'll tell you, there's some crazy stuff going on. This Hunter laptop's got people going. I'm going to talk a little bit about that in a second. Hey, before we begin, your health right now is super important, and part of that is making sure that you keep your body immune system very, very strong. And that means using the products that will help you do that. And that's one of the reasons we have Expedition Coffee and the line of other products that work with it in a complementary ecosystem. Expedition Coffee, you can find it at expeditioncoffee.com. That's X-P-E-D, expeditioncoffee.com. It's a coffee that's been designed and engineered to boost your health and eco, your whole health system, your immune system, while giving you clear focus and, and increased mental energy for the whole day. It works in conjunction with these other products that we have on that site, which include the Gut Health Triad, which is so critical, and you're going to hear a whole bunch about that tomorrow night from Dr. Eric Lee Merritt. Gut Health Triad, which helps heal and seal your gut. And you have Immune XP, which is an immune booster based on pine cone extract with high levels of vitamin C. And then we have Earth, which is a nutrient powder, mix it with water, drink it like a shake. It's all your body needs for the full day and pure 47, which is the most refined silver extract on the market to help isolate pathogens. So check out all these products in design to really reclaim your health sovereignty at expedition, X-P-E-D, expeditioncoffee.com. Patriots, before I do go forward, I just had a long interview. It's going to be a long interview tomorrow night, an hour and 30 minute interview with Dr. Lee Merritt. It is mind blowing. The stuff that she comes out with, to, and it's I'm just sitting there. It was a fantastic interview. I just sat and listened for a good portion of it as she rattled off the connections between the COVID thing, the, the injection, the spike protein, all the way to Ukraine and the Kazarian mafia. That's going to, that's a wild one. And here's this, it just kind of tees it up that the whole concept of viral science is a complete lie that everything we're dealing with here is based on parasites. And in fact, gut health, and I'm not exaggerating, is literally could be parasites and parasitic infections in the gut may actually be causing cancers. How's that one? So it's going to be a great interview. You're going to get to look forward to that. Tonight you get to hear me, though, on Bards FM, because I know you're going to be there. Hey, if you haven't been tracking Jack Maxey, he's been on fire. He's a used to be on War Room with... Steve Bannon, and he's a retired Navy officer. Let me just read you his tweet that came out last night. I, I don't know if it's a tweet or a truth, or I don't know what. I guess he's on Getter. That's where he is, Getter. So what do they call that, a, a get? You're gonna, I'm going to post a get? I don't know what that is. But anyway, here it is. Um, this all has to do with the Hunter laptop, which he has been investigating and apparently has, is sending it out for all, all sorts of copies of this to law enforcement is what I'm hearing. But this is um, people, this is his, his getter post last night. People, there are, and this is, he says people, there are over 100,000 texts we are curating and 128,000 emails before almost all were hidden in archives and difficult to access without a per, pertinent search term. We have also found thousands of pictures he, meaning Hunter Biden, thought, in quotations, he deleted. Some stuff I'm uncomfortable even explaining. 
When I say it is over, I mean it is over. Please pray and keep your constitution close. Really powerful stuff. So we'll find out what that means, and we'll just use our discernment, but keep moving forward. As you probably have heard today, a Boeing 737 just seemingly fell out of the sky in China. I'm just going to say this the same word again. Use your discernment. The footage of this thing apparently falling out of the sky is highly suspicious. I'm not telling you it didn't happen, but here's what I do know. Boeing stocks cratered today. We are seeing movements in the stock market in ways to hide money in incredible levels. So be very, don't get too wrapped around the axle on that one. Here's another quick thing in talking about the current crisis and food. Check this out. We need Russia to reopen fertilizer export markets now. We need natural gas prices to come down now, and we need them to plant the spring wheat. Those are three things that need to happen to solve this problem. If those three things don't happen, we're going into spring right now. So around the world, in the Northern Hemisphere, farmers are making plans, they're planting, they're deciding how much fertilizer to use. And so as this market starts to work itself out over the next few months, a lot of the commodity traders and the uh, the ag departments, they publish these planting reports and they talk about how many acres of what were planted and then everyone forecasts how much the supply will be. And we're going to start to see these uglier numbers come out over the next few weeks and months. Meanwhile, we're seeing supplies dwindle and Russia's holding all this stuff. So, you know, they're holding hostage uh, phosphorus, potassium, and the natural gas pricing is just what it is. Yeah, not really holding hostage. It's called word leveling on incredible sanctions without even any war powers right now. So I would not, um, yeah, whatever. He, he's, he's missing it, but that's okay. But here's, here's a deal. There is, there is a shortage building up massively, massively. And if you're not preparing, and I've said this over and over, you're going to get caught flat footed. I don't see this as a, multi well as a forever thing but you're we're looking at a crisis of probably three to five years you better be in a place to have at least seeds for two seasons and you better have food for about six months and that's the transition period while we readjust to building local economies we're going to talk all about that tonight and a little bit more after our prayer it's time to pray father we just ask you to sit with us today and join us as we reflect very deeply on our world and we just come together in, in prayer and thanks for all that you've given and for a world right now that is in true need of stewardship. Lord, there has been a tremendous shift that I would say most of us, if not all of us, have been feeling that have been listening to you. And that's the shift that of our kind of a diminishing interest in the chaos of news and politics, thankfully. And Lord, we just ask that that continues with us as we start to focus our efforts onto the baselines for shifting into this new world, if you will, a world that we're going to have a critical part in building and a world that's going to need your guidance as we continue to move forward in resetting a world with you on the throne. Father, we have gone down such a deep path of of horror, of horrid. This is a rabbit holes of, of deceit and evil that is just uncomprehendable. Some of the darkest things being done always to our children and the willfulness to just destroy humanity as a whole. 
Lord, we, we pray for your strength and we pray for the many that are wandering in that matrix of fear and just to realize that no matter what befalls all of us, that we are one together in the body of Christ and that we're going to be okay. That you have told us in so many different ways, like over 300 times in most versions of the Bible, to fear not. So, Lord, let us fear not in this time. Let us simply walk in your love and in your glory. And let us just remember the simpler things in life, the importance of tending to the soils in which we have in our life and the, and the gardens which we metaphorically and physically have. This is such an important point of nurturing what we have, of getting deep within ourselves and building that intimacy with you, Father, and to continue this walk that we have before us with the strength of able to stand to this evil and more than that, to be able to rise above it, to show the light for so many others to see. Too often we, we try to bring ourselves to the place of worrying about or concerning with others in their relationship with Christ. And, and we sit here today just openly with our hearts open, realizing that we're trying to take sometimes the world on too much. So Lord, let us be reminded that you're walking this walk with us. And, and Father, as, as we do this, we just pray that so many will start to just turn to you and trying to build the intimacy and the relationship as you are our Father, as we are your son and daughters. And to have our Lord Jesus with us as we walk this, as, as also just like our best friend and our, our best sibling we could ever have. Somebody who's there to guide us and, and walk with us and show us the things that we need to show. So where we have forgotten that, Father, just forgive us. We get wrapped around the axle too often about the emotions of things we can't control. We get buried into, too many get buried into the idiosyncrasies of what it is to be one church over another church. We are all within the body of Christ. We're all here walking in this beautiful walk the perfection of the bodies you've given us and the glory of all that you've provided us. So let us walk there boldly and guide us in this place, Father, as we just seek to share this experience with you. And that's the most important part of this is to share this walk with you, Father. You have so much to give us. And unfortunately, as we start to get ourselves wrapped around the emotions of this time and we get wrapped around the news cycles and the things that are intentionally designed to stoke fear and anxiety and panic. And we just, forget the simple word, trust. So, Lord, we pray today just that the word trust will become part of everything that we do, to trust in you. Even when we're looking at these concerns and these new tremors of bank accounts closing or the dollar sliding or even in the preparations we do for our own lives, let us just be led by you, Father, and trust in you, not to be fearful, but to do things with the diligence and the focus as necessary to set aside all those other negative emotions, to simply lean into you, trust in you, let us guide, let you guide us, and be able to do things within the capabilities that we have, not worrying or, or worshiping some things that we don't have, be it money or resources or be it even capabilities, that you're there for us. If we'll simply listen and we'll guide through this and we will be okay. That's the biggest thing I think we forget, Father, in this is when we are moving in these two worlds, the, the old world of the matrix of control, negativity, separation, 
disruption, all these negative things, scarcity. We forget that in your world, Father, it's a world of infinite and plenty. What we need is there, and you've always said we will provide what we need, we, but it's always back to that same word, trust. So, Father, on, on this day, we just sit here and put ourselves before you. We ask humbly to forgive us for our transgressions that we do with our own worries and our trippings that we do within this matrix of control as we step away and into the right path, that path, that narrow path, and walking with you. And as we do that, forgive us for those trips that we make and we do stumble from time to forgetting where we are, forgetting what is truly important. If we take some time to sit and listen, we know you're there and we just thank you for all of that. Thank you for providing so much for all of us, protecting so much. And now we just seek that path that you will show us those steps forward to continue to be the lamp on the hill, that bright spot in so many people's lives, not just for what we say, but for how we walk, how we live, how we breathe, what it is truly walking with Christ, to let that shine through us. And if we have concerns or if we're having questions about our faith, just to have the confidence to turn to you and ask, just to be there to say, Father, why? And just to be able to listen. And most above all, again, just for us to trust in you. So Father, thank you for all you provided. And Jesus, thank you for just walking with us. And it's just such an amazing time to be alive. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. This is truly a great time to be alive. And take some time to celebrate it. Don't be hesitant on it. I want to play this short piece. It's it's a little esoteric, but I, I'm going to talk about it. So I just want you to hear this piece. Hang on to this. We made the jump. Um, I don't think everyone's going to feel it at the same time. My friend felt it Friday. I felt it in the last two hours. Um, but you're going to start feeling the, like people are going to experience the popping of the bubble. And all of a sudden, you're not going to want to look at the news at all. You're not going to even, like, everything that's not good for you is going to gross you out. We made the psychological jump, which begins the spiritual jump, which will then lay the groundwork for the physical jump. Like I said, everyone's not going to experience it at the same time. Like I said, my friend experienced it Friday when we were just talking. I just experienced it the last couple hours. But we made it. We built it. It's real. It's in the baby stages. Whatever they're doing over there, let them do it. Don't pay any mind to it. We have to actively start playing a role in building the new world. Any other bridge will cross when we... There you go. You've heard me talk about it in different terms, but I totally believe what he just said. And you've heard me talk about that now for weeks of how there's just lacking interest to dig dig into these deep, deep political debates or worry about the things like elections or other things. That is the shift that's happening. And however you want to word it, I just, I, I, I like bringing in some of these other points of view because it's just a very powerful place when we start to res- hear, start to hear each other, I think is the, is the key thing. And no, he doesn't say Jesus and no, he doesn't say God, but he talks about something that's very important and very native if you're listening. There is a, a transition happening right now. Because we're repositioning our priorities into what is truly important. It's that place where we're looking at what we need to do in our homes. We're looking at, I mean, in fact, we've been talking about this for 18 months. 
We introduced almost two years now. County by county is almost two years old. And we've been talking about this for that amount of time, the importance of getting away from this nonsense of the news cycles and getting into the importance of building the sovereignty within our homes to reclaim the power that God gave us. And as we do that, we find ourselves in a natural migration. But right now, it's really profound. It's starting to happen more and more. People are just tuning out. We're realizing that most of what this evil has at their disposal is the war of the mind. And if we'll keep that in mind and just keep focused on that and keep the trust in God, we're going to be okay. It doesn't say it's not going to be challenging. I need to be clear about that because you're going to have somebody, I can just hear it, they're going to be like, dude, I got the, the dollar crashed and everything's horrible. And it's like, I didn't say it wouldn't be easy. It's not going to be easy. But it is a place where we have to trust in God as we walk through this. We have to, this has to happen, patriots. When you look at the deceit and the evil in this world, and we look at how deep this corruption is and what they're doing to children and what they're doing on these ritualistic sacrifices. And for the Luciferians, by the way, day before yesterday is when they have a three-day cycle. Yesterday was equinox, spring equinox, starting on the day before and today. This is the three days of their preparation for blood sacrifice. And I'm not kidding. This is what they do every year. It's like, oh, good. This is exciting. This is the sort of garbage that's in our world that's running the engines of leadership in our world. So if we think that something, a couple of rests are going to solve this, it's not. We're going to have to suffer through a decline of the world. But suffering is perhaps not a right term because that puts it back on like, oh, it's going to be miserable. Listen to how Father leads you. Do your preparations to the very best you can. Be prepared that we're going to have to build bridges and work in fellowship. But remember this. And I think this is what's so important is we are each in a place that we need to be. God has us here. And whether you are comfortable in that place or not, that's something you have to work out with God. But we're each where we need to be at this point in the game. And what's beginning to happen is if we start to open our eyes and realize how important we each are, how special we each are in this time, that's not pedestalizing ourselves. It's making us realize that we have a very important role to play in the coming weeks, months, and years. It doesn't mean run and flee. Some are doing that. But I will tell you, honestly, it's been coming hard in prayer. And the words were, do not bunker up. Do not bunker up. Be prepared to reach out. And that means be prepared to help your neighbor. That means be prepared to help people through this. No, it's not going to be easy. We're looking at the collapse of the dollar. We're looking at food shortages. We're looking at a lot of things. But it's our knowledge that we have in this time, the knowledge that we've gained, the fellowship that we've built, the appreciation for that, and most importantly, above all, is that deep and intimate relationship we have with Christ Jesus and through Christ to the Father. And as we have that, remember, one of the most important things you can possibly have in your prep kit is your Bible and a few Bibles to hand out. Important. Those are going to be very, very important tools to help people in this time. You don't have to be a, a scripture master. You don't have to, you, but I'll tell you, just having the, an appreciation for the glory of God's word and to be able to share that, that's a wonderful place. So just keep a positive look here. And I'm not saying anybody's not, but it's the whole perspective is that we are where we need to be. 
if you're in a city, if you're in the country, if you're, you know, if you're, if you live on land way out, all these different places are going to become important because it's the fellowship that we create and it's the, this connection we have through Christ that helps us build this base fabric, this new foundation, which is truly that rock of faith. And there's going to be a lot of different points of view, but in the end of the day, this is about us as humanity stripping away our artificial divisions, having to face the loss of our idols and the destruction of our idols, having to get back, go back to go forward, to get back to basics, and then to re-innovate a world, to recreate a world through the wisdom and all that God provides. I absolutely believe that's where we are. And it is an exciting time. So the one thing I can say, and I can say without a question of a doubt, is that as we are pressed with humanity and we finally strip away the stupid layers of division that have been put upon us, and we truly start to realize that we're here because God has us here, what we are capable of doing is beyond anything we've ever imagined. We can recreate this world quickly, but it's going to be challenging, and it will be really amazing. But it's going to demand that each of us rise to the occasion right now to hold the line, to stay true with our walk with God, and to be willing to help thy neighbor and love thy neighbor as we love thyself. It is so important. Those are fundamental, I think, in this coming age that we're in as this warfare continues to wage on and we are all coming to the realization that, especially in the Western world, that we were the target of the most, one of the most vicious attacks ever conceived. That's going to be some hard reckoning. We'll get through it. And then from there, there will be some hardening of our spines and some humbling before God. And those are great things in the end. Patriots, have a very blessed day. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil, never relent, always press into the fight. Keep your prayers up. Walk on that rock of faith. Listen to what Father's got. And don't forget to just have some chats with Jesus. He's right there. He's ready to talk. At least I think so. He does with me. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God will always win. But we're here in this time, in this place, for such a time as this. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Bards FM. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. 
Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who moved forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push, we climb, we never give in, we become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray, we stand, we live by the words, in God we trust, we fear nothing, we are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. <laughs> 